magic lamp. Wonder what happens when I rub it. You have awakened me. I shall grant you three wishes. My first wish is for economic development. My second wish is to save hours of travel time. And my third wish is to create safer roads. You could have just wished for bus rapid transit and gotten all these things with one wish. Make all your transit wishes come true. Learn more about bus rapid transit at indigo.net slash bus dash rapid dash transit. Well, that's a deal. $35 billion, children. See, see, the, the, the words you're looking for is, wow, I'm really not working hard enough. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. We knew we would see some levels of consolidation. We've talked about this before. These things are not... Surprising. Um, Capital One is massive. What's interesting is that this is going to be an all-stock deal as described. Discover shareholders, Wall Street Journal reporting, are going to get a little over a share for every Discover share. It's a premium of about 27% on the Discover closing price. And after the deal closes, Capital One is going to hold about 60% of the combined company. Discover shareholders will own the rest. I only am curious as to if there's going to be some level of pushback. I'm assuming everything goes through a level of federal regulation. Because of consolidation, therefore not enough competition. But would one consider competition between Visa and discover and yes this is capital one i understand but it's also a major credit card issuer the ninth largest bank in the country and they use visa and mastercard for most of this work not everything is going to switch to discover they're still going to keep visa and mastercard which is going to lead to another series of questions about acceptance Does Capital One now take all of its people and say, all right, we now utilize this network. And does Visa want to work with Capital One if they own a different network? Um, I assume they've figured this part out. I'm just curious as a guy who has a Capital One card. By the way, you know what I don't own? I don't own an American Express card. And I'm told by everybody who owns an American Express card, I should own an American Express card. I did back in the day. Then all the credit went to all bloody hell. And then, you know, over the years, I've rebuilt everything back up. And I have one family credit card. I have one business credit card. And I'm done. That's it. I pay everything off at the end of the month. That is it. That's how I roll. There is zero debt in my life. I think I should get an Amex. Like, I I could get the Platinum. I'm fancy. I'm not going to have the Amex Black, but I, I, I could get the Platinum. Do I even want the platinum? They have one that's plum. It's a very pretty color. Maybe that's, you should get credit cards based on whether or not they're attractive. I don't know, if you use an Amex card, let me know. I think this deal is interesting. 
And there's a report out that red states are growing faster than blue states. Because, of course, everything has to be ranked via red and blue. If you take a look, take a look at the analytics. Idaho, Texas, South Carolina, and Utah, four of the five fastest growing states. The fifth, Wisconsin, that went to Biden. Everything else went to Trump. 13 states with better than average performance in the metrics of job growth, personal income, gross domestic product, gas prices. Nine of those 13 are states that Trump won in 2020. Is there is there a reason? Is there a mathematics, a rationale why red states do better? And if so, why wouldn't people emulate it? Well, uh, it it, 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 it's it's party over reality, party over country. That that's always seems to be the case. Or there's a different series of indicators that people look to and they value. Like, for example, oh, yeah, sure, uh, those states might be doing better economically, but we've got unfettered abortion up to the moment of birth and even three months after. Huh? You see what I mean? Tony Katz, that's me, by the way. How you doing, everybody? 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Good morning. Tomorrow, I leave for Israel. Tony Katz. 93 WIBC. Good morning. There we go. See, that's how I'm supposed to sound. That's that's how God intended it. Uh, I leave a week from tomorrow. And we will... Uh, the conversation about whether we're broadcasting from, from Israel, this I, I can't guarantee, but we will have the dispatches. We've got... Uh, a, a series of interviews already set up in, in places that we're going to be. I don't want to uh, say too much right now, but we're going to be reporting back. And, and throughout the morning show, throughout Tony Katz today, uh, which is noon to three, we'll be having the uh, it'll be me in, in these dispatches from from Israel and, and meeting with with people who are, are living the experience uh, of all stripes. We're, we're, we're trying to get. With everybody, we we put out the feelers, and we're and we're still doing it. Also, uh, I would ask you if you have relatives, relations, uh, Indiana people in Israel. I would like to know who they are. I'd like to see if I can connect. Have they been there, and, and what have they been experiencing? I'd like to, I'd I'd like to, c- to connect with them. Uh, there is uh, a, a interesting back and forth going on right now in the Democratic Party regarding Israel. And and it has to do with the fact that, as you know, because you've said it to me nine billion times, why are Jews liberals? And I respond to you with, I don't know. 
I mean, there's a whole host of of philosophies and theories about you know fear of the cross and and rooting for the underdog and and how uh, people came to the country in the uh, the 30s and 40s and 50s and and and, and there, there's a multiplicity of of conversations there, but I think wrongly, uh, my people, my people have allowed themselves to gravitate uh, to a party uh, that isn't uh, about the nation, is is about a, a radicalness and an ideology. And if you say to me, well, Tony, the Republicans, I'll say to you, settle down. There is a difference between the parties and the people who want to say it's just a uniparty. I laugh at those people. That's, 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 that's low-minded stuff. In the conversation regarding Israel, there seem to be uh, two camps. One camp says, hey, maybe Israel shouldn't be wiped off the map. The other camp says, why hasn't Israel already been wiped off the map? This was um, two different people, both on CNN. The first one was a guest who, after listening to this clip from Rashida Tlaib, where uh, she, the congresswoman from Michigan, the Jew-hating bigot that she is, Uh, is urging people to withhold support from Joe Biden. He, uh, Jamal Simmons is his name, is making an argument about a primary challenge. I don't know if that's true, but listen. It is also important to create a voting block, something that is a bullhorn to say enough is enough. We don't want a country that supports wars and bombs and destruction. If you want us to be louder then come here and vote uncommitted. What do you make of that? You know, it's a mixed bag. I was on the phone with a couple of folks from Detroit in the last day or two, which is where I'm from. Um, One person who I was surprised that he thought about voting uncommitted because he really was concerned about what's happening in Gaza. But then I also talked to someone and I found out, I guess I'm going to say this here for the first time. I think that Congresswoman Tlaib is going to get a primary challenge. I'm hearing very strong rumblings, and it may be from uh, a gentleman from Detroit. I can't say the name yet, but I do think she may get a primary challenge almost because of how stridently she's been doing this. So people are all over the map. It's dividing democratic communities. And I think the president is going to have to go in hard and really knit people back together. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Caitlin Collins is the worst. I am so tickled by that ending where she just shrugs her shoulders and goes, huh, people back together. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. You, you sound... You sound like it's super interesting. But this idea that Rashida Tlaib in that area of Michigan will get a primary challenge. That is said on the same network that has former Representative Andy Levin, Democrat, on on their network. And he is going in a much different direction. Here's the situation. Joe Biden must win in November. We cannot let Donald Trump anywhere near the White House again. To win in November, Joe Biden pretty much has to win Michigan. Unless Joe Biden changes course on Gaza, I don't see how he can win Michigan. So the best way for me to help uh, President Biden is to help all these people who are so frustrated You know, the danger on February 27th is not that they're going to vote for someone else. They're going to stay home, Brianna. They're checked out of the system. They're so mad at the president. 
So, and, and you know, you mentioned Representative Tlaib. Before her, 30 elected officials in Michigan had uh, already supported this campaign. And so what we're saying to all these people, if you're mad, if you're upset, don't stay home. Come out and express yourself. It's over eight months until the election in November, Brianna. There's plenty of time. We need to say to the president, this is enough death, enough destruction. Gaza is being leveled. So never mind that that he then has the audacity to talk about, you know, his people. Uh, allow me to say for the record, I am not Representative Levin's people at all. Interesting that we're hearing these two things. Tlaib is saying stay home. Don't support Biden. Levin is saying, get out there. And we have to show support for Biden. But in order to do that, Biden has to change course. Then you've got other people saying that Tlaib's going to get a primary challenge. Now, I support the primary challenge. But what is Joe Biden doing? As has been reported, there is going to be a push at the UN Security Council today to push for a ceasefire. A U.S.-led ceasefire. There's one that they're going to discuss that the United States uh, supposedly is going to vote against, and then they're going to push for their own. How dare Israel think about going into Rafah? How dare they displace more people? Still no call for Hamas to surrender. Still no call for Hamas to give up the hostages. Still no call. As a matter of fact, Egypt in the Sinai is now building walls to keep refugees from getting out and heading their way. A giant, like three-sided wall to keep them, if they, if they should go through the gate, to not be able to go anywhere. No push to get Hamas to stop. Instead, the United States is going to move towards pushing for a ceasefire which prevents Israel from defending itself. So it seems that uh, that Joe Biden may have already made his decision about how he's going to go. Really needing that Michigan vote. And the people of Michigan now have to ask themselves, hey, who actually controls this state? Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I really had no plans of commenting about Kristen Stewart because I can't imagine anybody cares about Kristen Stewart. The actress, Twilight. Team Jacob, no. Yes, no one. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. There's been a, a, a it's not a dust up. People trying to make something of her Rolling Stone cover. She does the cover of Rolling Stone, and she's supposed to be, I don't know, shocking. Shocking, I tell you! She is wearing a, uh, 
I don't see, this is a weird one. I'm not sure that I'm allowed to say it on radio. It doesn't make any sense because there's nothing dirty about it. There's no, there's, there's no seven letters. Uh, it's, it's not underwear. It's what guys would wear, and then they would put a cup in to protect uh, the, the, them, themselves from being kicked uh, in, in, a, in a sensitive area. I don't know why I can't, I think I shouldn't say that, but something's like, in the back of my head is like, don't, don't do it. You don't want the emails, Tony. So I'll go with descriptive. So she's wearing that in like a vest. And I don't know, I guess this is supposed to be shocking. And the story is, as Rolling Stone puts it out, Kristen Stewart, Rolling Stone's March cover star, just wants to, quote, do the gayest thing you've ever seen in your life. Wh- what? What? What What do you... What is this? The gayest thing we've ever seen in our life? Kristen, we've seen the Tony Awards. What do you actually think you're going to do here that's going to shock us? And why would the gayest thing ever be dressing like a guy? People are weird. We can't be shocked anymore. Okay, Madonna is being dragged across a stage by one of her dancers at a concert. The dancer, male, is wearing high heels. He trips. She falls off the chair. Madonna at 143 years old. Madonna makes Joe Biden look young and with it. That's pretty shocking. Madonna's still delivering. Kristen Stewart, who, what is this? No one cares. But it's still getting played. This happened like last week. I was like, oh, next. It's still getting play. Less trying to shock us and less thinking that you're doing something shocking. Just go be a decent person. You're gay. There. You got your applause. Now go live your life. Please. And if you think wearing men's underwear or or men's products is somehow gay, I don't I don't think you understand what gay is. And it'd be weird if I would have to be the one who explains it to you. Like super duper super duper weird. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Solo Cup is the best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals, and you, sir, do not have a pair of festivals if you prefer drinking from glass. So I, for the first time in, I want to say it's 15 years, I'm trying to go back, I'm going to say it's the first time in 15 years, I will not be at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. Not going. Just looked at the timing, looked at some of the other opportunities and said, 
Nope. And there were some changes to CPAC. I, I will never, ever lie to you, including how they were doing Radio Row. And making that change, it meant we didn't know whether we were going to be able to to get some interviews done. We had no idea if we were going to be able to connect with people. They're making it too difficult. We're not we're not going. Well, of course, you knew that that uh, Trump was going to, to show up and you're like, OK, but we know this from the Conservative Political Action Conference. They've already come out and said this is our nominee. Uh, they weren't even waiting. And then you find out that Bukele is showing up. You're like, oh, you were talking about the president of El Salvador who just won re-election. He is throwing people in jail like it's his job. You, you're a criminal, you're going to jail. And he is showing off videos of how they treat people in jail. You don't want this. You better act right. But Kaylee is fascinating in that he was one of the first people I ever heard say the reason people are leaving for the United States. Yeah, that's our fault. We're not offering enough of an incentive to stay. And we're the ones who suffer. It's not, oh, look at the remittances they send back, the money that gets sent back. Where do we have our people to be able to to grow a society? And then you get Javier Malay, the new president of Argentina, who has been on fire and fuego i believe as the people say uh he has uh, visited uh, israel praying at the wall he did he convert is he jewish i thought i had caught that somewhere uh he's the guy who said we're gonna get rid of this popular uh, or, or this government program and that government program we're gonna change this re- he's been doing it all he is now going to be at cpac and uh, this is this this is the year I chose not to go. <laughs> First, can I just say security is going to be insane. It's going to be nuts. I have been there when they when when Secret Service is, has to set up. Oh, it just takes forever and a day. It does. So this is all happening now. This starts tomorrow. I I will still be able to uh, still be able to bring you the, uh, the the speeches and everything else. But now I'm curious as to how many people are showing up. This gets more interesting. One of the other stories of CPAC is that the normal two hundred something dollar ticket price. 95 bucks. What's with the fire sale? You're not, you're not having the radio row the way you used to. There's going to be no chance for us to, to share with an audience. $95. Do you not want anybody to cover it while you're basically begging for an audience? Well, now they may get the people. They, people may now show up. But it didn't look that way. And I don't know how it's going. Last year empty it was it was what it was it was empty now i'm also hearing that they've moved the radio row back realizing maybe they made a mistake got to make your decisions in life 
I leave for Israel next week. This was the decision we made. But it's interesting that these are, are, are the speakers and people are going to say, see, look, this is, this is that, that populism that's taking hold. I, I have concerns because populism is not a, a smart approach to a stable society. It just isn't. But is there something so wrong with these leaders, Bukele and and Malay, making the moves necessary to get their nations out of this horror show? They got elected. There there wasn't a, a military junta. They didn't take over. They got elected to do these things. Be curious to hear what it is they say. And how they are, well, I know how they're going to be responded to, but what it is they say. I'll be paying attention. I'll share it here. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Six people shot at a Waffle House. Just typical Indianapolis stuff. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. People did not spend too much time talking about what took place in Indianapolis over NBA All-Star Weekend with the shootings that took place there. Six people shot at Waffle House. This, the southwest side, near the airport. The call came to police, according to Kurt Darling's reporting, about 12.30 in the morning. Original call was about a person shot. They got there and found six people with gunshot wounds. It's waffles. Could we not? Just, could we just... Eat some waffles in peace. That's all we're looking to do in Indianapolis. Nothing more, nothing less. Just a couple of waffles. Now, there's also a story about whether or not the General Assembly is trying to make a move to potentially keep the Attorney General, Todd Rokita, from running for re-election. I, I, I want to go over this. I'll, I'll do that in the next hour. Make sure I understand it right. Todd Rokita has to be kept out, but Diego Morales gets to stay. I just want to make sure I understand the Republican Party. By the way, we uh, you know we talk about the fact that I, I, I reach out to Democrats to come on the show, and and and, and they say no uh, to to being on the show, or they don't get back to us. But you know, of course, we have people on the political right who we reach out to to be on the show. Certainly, uh, the the governor is is unwilling to engage a, a conversation. Um, we reached out to uh, Bray's office. This was two weeks ago. I I, be, I believe it was. We we uh, we reached out to Rod Bray's office, the the president pro tem, 
Yeah, this was regarding the wetlands, right? Right. This was. This was. It was the wetlands uh, um, legislation that has been signed by uh, Governor Holcomb. Would not come on. Just noticing. You see, uh, my haters want to say, "See, Tony, it's you." Nah, nah, it's them. It is what it is. And then, of course, there is the story of uh, the swastika in the snow. This happened in Carmel, and you heard uh, yesterday uh, Indiana's rabbi, my rabbi, Ben Sendro, talking about it, that this family wakes up, and they find in their snow somebody with their feet created two swastikas and a Star of David. Now, I, I will tell you that as, as a kid growing up in, in Middletown, New Jersey, someone chemically burned swastikas into my lawn. That happened. I, I do not know. I don't, I don't know the family. I don't know where it happened. I, I, I have uh, absolutely no idea. I only hope they had some kind of, of, of video camera and they're able to find out who did this. Um, there are, you know, you've got uh, Mayor Finkham saying uh, this hateful display has no place in our city and will not be tolerated. There are a lot of dumb people out there, a lot of ignorant people out there, a lot of ridiculous people out there. I have no idea who did this, and, I, uh, and the who would then maybe help you determine the why. More often than not, you're just talking about a schmuck, a fool, a child. People don't know any better. And so I don't get myself overly worked up by that insanity. But for the people like in Carmel, that couldn't happen in Carmel. The, it, it, it's hard to imagine a group of people being more ridiculous than those who would say, that can't happen in Carmel. Ridiculous. This is the world in which we live. And sometimes there are ugly people, and sometimes there are dumb people. It's sometimes good to know the difference. It's always good to be aware. That's all I've got. That's all I've got on the, on, on the subject. Once we know who did it, then maybe we'll have more to say. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. is claiming Antarctica. I mean, they're not claiming the whole thing. They're not. They're not. They're not taking it all. Uh, they're claiming that they they own a piece of Antarctica, and they're going to uh, put in a military base there, and then they're gonna they're going to uh, they're gonna conduct experiments, scientific work that needs to be carried out. With regard to the South Pole, we have property rights there, 
and they belong to the public. Oh, okay. Well, I I I look I look forward uh, to seeing how that works out for you. Um, and I, I I think that it's very important that you get your your South Pole uh, set up ready now. That way, the Ayatollah has a place to escape to, uh, and when we bomb Tehran into a total lack of existence, and you say to me, Tony, you warmonger. You want to stop the fighting in Yemen? You want to stop the support of terrorism? The only way that happens is if the Ayatollah is gone. And if he wants exile to the South Pole, I say, I'm cool with that. I mean, there are other things I'd rather see happen to the man. But still, I can be convinced, South Pole living, just the Ayatollah and the anti-Semitic penguins, fine, by me. Did I say hello, Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. Uh, the cold is better. It's just, it's all just a little bit in the sinuses. That's it. That's that's what's uh, that's what's going on. That's all I got. Everything else, good to go. The popcorn moment, let's do the thing. It's the story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn, because there is more. Uh, it's... Uh, I shared this yesterday on Tony Katz Today. I just thought it was so good from Representative Jamal Bowman. This is not just about music. This is about addressing the injustices in our society. Now it's time to organize formally and bring into the halls of Congress the power and the transformative nature of hip-hop culture. Our goal is to make sure the hip-hop community has a seat at the table as we work on federal policy. If country music doesn't have a seat at the table too, along with polka and jazz, I don't, I don't know what's going on. This is, now this was a bit of a of, of an edit together from the, from the people at Fox News. That's Congressman Jamal Bowman, Jew hater, New York. Uh, Hip hop needs a seat at the table while we work on federal policy. No, they don't. No, they don't. They have elected representation who has a seat at the table. Lil Wayne gets a seat at the table before me. I'm not even angry with Lil Wayne. No. Eminem? No. Travis Scott? No. Uh, No. And hip-hop gets a seat at the table before country? Nope. Before fusion? Nope. No. Maybe I should have started with, my goodness, we have a country run by very unserious people. Outrageously unserious people. But no, the, the, the thing that I wanted to get to was Kevin O'Leary. He's from, uh, from Shark Tank. What, are they, what do they call him? They call him Mr. Wonderful, which is, I think, wrong because that's Paul Orndorff. That's right. Those are my wrestling roots, people. You're welcome. Uh, And he is talking uh, with uh, CNN about this decision, uh, this ruling on on Trump and the $355 million and how outrageous it is because the CNN host, Laura Coates, is referring to it as fraud and good on Kevin O'Leary to say, whoa, 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 whoa. 
Trump and the Trump organization, because there's probably a lot who are saying themselves, I've never falsified my business records. I know what a square foot looks like. I know what, what I can ask for and what I have the money to support. So I, I wonder to what extent that really is true. But on the second point, wouldn't there be many companies who would not want to do business or loan money to people like yourself or investors if they know that they can get away with fraud and there's no recourse to protect them? Excuse me, what fraud? I don't, I, this is not about Trump anymore. When you get a developer, when you get a developer that builds a building and he says it's worth $400 million and he wants to borrow $200 million from a bank, which happens every day, everywhere on earth, including every American city, Every developer is an entrepreneur. They shine the light on their building and they say it's worth 400. The bank does its own due diligence, as was done in this case, because they're very good at it. The banks are very good. And they say, no, it's worth 300. We're only going to loan you 150 million. That haggling has gone on for decades. That's how it works. And then in this case, even the bank that was supposedly defrauded testified and said, we didn't lose anything. We want to do business with this guy again. We'd like to, but the judge said, no, 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 no. Let's penalize this developer for $355 million. And we're going to do that. Let's penalize all the developers all across America. They've all done the same thing. All of them should go to jail and we should stop building buildings. That's what the message is from New York. Even the governor herself is concerned about what this looks like to investors all around the world. It's not just U.S. domestic. All well, around the world, people are talking about what happened here. You really think people want to invest money in New York after this? They should invest their money in Indiana. And I, I would love to see us try and capitalize on it. But it's, it's really an excellent summation of what has taken place here. And that the people in favor of this ruling uh, by, by this judge in Gorin, what, what, they, what they favor is, is a really horrific society that isn't based on a rule of law. It's just based on emotion. What I did not know, Jonathan Turley explains this. Trump is going to appeal, right? We discussed this yesterday. Trump's going to appeal this decision. Oh, you inflated your worth to banks and you got favorable terms on loans. The banks did their due diligence, as Kevin Leary uh, pointed out. They made the loan. The loans got paid back. No damage was done. Overinflate. The bank did the due diligence. I don't know where the crime is. That's the argument here. But uh, Letitia James, the Attorney General of New York, didn't care. Jonathan Turley notes that if Trump wants to appeal, according to the ruling, he has to put up a $500 million deposit or bond just to file the appeal. The appeals process is based on how much money you have? 500 million, which is more than the actual fine? Or is that just it? He loses the appeal and then you take the money? This is not a, a nation of laws at this moment. This is a nation of irrational emotion, targeting citizens based on, well, nothing. Bad times in the kingdom, kids. My God. 
28 degrees in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. The time is 736. Sweet Tuesday morning came on your smile. All of my fears they have left me. Over the course of the next decade. As a report uh, states from the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget, Social Security spending will grow to $2.5 trillion. Healthcare will grow to $2.8 trillion. 84% of federal spending growth comes from health, Social Security, and interest. But everything's fine. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. I know I got asked this yesterday, actually, by producer Carl, um, because there's an economist uh, from from Indiana saying that things are are clearly better, the economy is fine, and we're going to see these these rate uh, decreases. And you've heard me say, uh, no. No, 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 no. The inflation has not gone down. It continues to remain persistent, which would signal that you won't see the rate decreases. Nothing Jerome Powell has done has signaled that he's willing to do this if the inflation isn't meeting his target of 2%. Or one could argue at least well on its way to 2%, which based on the last couple reports, it is not. So it, it's it, it was fascinating to hear that report. I, I admit to you that I I didn't get it. I'm not in that camp. He's the economist. I am not in that camp at all. I am in the camp that looks at data and takes a look at these increased costs and says, how do they get covered? If you say to me, well, Tony, the economy is going to be growing as well, that would be a fine answer. The Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget, you can argue that their numbers are flawed. They see budget deficits projected to grow from $1.7 trillion to $2.6 trillion. Um, That's a real issue. Exactly how much are we going to continue to borrow here? We are well past the, 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 the point of, of hard decisions have to be made. They should have already been made. We cannot afford all the things. That's reality. We cannot afford all of the things. Some programs have to go, and some benefits have to go. The military spend, that has to remain. Why? Because the threat is out there, and it needs to be dealt with. We right now can't keep the oceans safe from the Houthi rebels. Well, we can. We're just seemingly not willing. You need a Navy. You need the ships. You need to spend. But we've got a lot of programs that are taking up our dollars that we simply can't afford. Reality is here. It keeps reminding us that it's here. 
and yet we don't see any actual movement on it. That's that's the most maddening part. So, no, I I do not see interest rates coming down in 2024, although I'd be very happy if they did. What I do see is this massive spending growing and no end in sight. Tony Katz at 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's good to know we're no longer talking about science and we're talking about a cult. How else does one describe the National Health Service in the UK? Which, uh, for all our our British friends who might be listening uh, across the pond, if you trust these people, they will kill you. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Because this is not medicine, this is not science, this is insane. There's a letter, according to the Daily Mail that was leaked from the medical director of University Hospital Sussex, the NHS Foundation Trust, that states that both human milk are ideal food for infants. And you're like, sorry, I don't know what you mean. Both human milk? Drug-induced milk from transgender women who were born male is as good for babies as a mother's breast milk. Medicine cannot be trusted because these doctors are freaks. These people who teach doctors are freaks. They are a danger to you. They're a danger to your children. Not because I want it and not because I'm fear-mongering. Because if you think there is some alternative to what nature creates that is equivalent, you're nutty. Now, I didn't say that there aren't women out there who utilize formula because there are a series of reasons why they don't breastfeed. All sorts of reasons, and I don't actually get into the judgment of them. I am saying that if you're going to claim that the drug-induced milk or the milk from transgender women who were born males is is the same thing as breast milk. Well, you're a liar because men don't have breast milk. Because they're men and they don't have breasts. This, see that? Not a biologist, didn't have to take any special glasses. I just know these things. I knew there was a difference between men and women the very first time I opened Playboy magazine. No, wait, I knew before that, but I really did enjoy the first time I opened Playboy magazine. All of this nonsense as a way of trying to get people to accept or believe that men can be women, men can never be women. And any doctor says otherwise is a doctor that cannot be trusted. Can't be trusted. You're insane if you go to that doctor. 
You're out of your damn head. And we have medical schools that aren't interested in medicine. They're interested in informing these soon-to-be doctors that they are practicing on stolen indigenous land. Guess what? It's all stolen indigenous land. It was stolen by a different group of people every couple of years for a couple of thousand years. There is no land on planet Earth that is actually indigenous. You're going to find me the plot, the area? It belonged to these people originally. Okay, now what do you want to do? Well, recognize it. I don't want doctors to recognize it. Not while they're practicing medicine. Maybe in their spare time they can recognize it. I want them treating the cancer. Why don't you want them treating the cancer? Do you think the recognition of the land is more important? You're out of your head. You're, you're insane. The cancer needs to be treated. The thing in front of them needs to be treated. If you're setting the broken leg, no patient wants to know, well, you know, this was indigenous land, so as we set this, we should really say some apologies. Fix the broken leg! That's your purpose. Yet we live in the insanity of, of thinking that these other things are, are important. And they're not. And we live in this insanity of thinking these other things are real. Men do not deliver breast milk. Women do. And may I say, he's doing a great job with it, ladies. Woohoo! That is some fine work. It, this is just more erasing of women. And you have these institutions that we're supposed to trust telling us this. Who would trust the National Health Service? That's why I started the way I started. Brits, these people are going to get you killed. You have no shot of getting medical care if this is what they actually believe. Certifiable is what it is. Dangerous is what it is. And before we allow this to continue in the United States, all medical schools, including ones in Indiana, hi, you know who I'm talking about, do not go down this road. Let's start setting a standard that we focus on medicine and not insanity. It is more important that the doctor treat the issue, the disease, then uses the proper pronoun. And if you think proper pronouns matter more, you're going to get patients killed, doctor. I will have that debate with anyone at any med school anywhere. If you think the pronoun is more important than the disease you're treating, you're going to get patients killed. I didn't say be rude. I said that there is a ranking and a hierarchy and some things are more important. I also did say that men are not women and women are not men and men do not breastfeed and never will because those are facts. And anybody who says otherwise, that person shouldn't be allowed to practice medicine. They're crazy.
is the plan from the General Assembly to try and keep Todd Rokita from running for re-election? And isn't this plan based on some fantasy scenario where he has his law license taken away? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. So, the Attorney General, Todd Rokita, has the misconduct, I don't know, what do you call it, a reprimand, for making statements on Fox News uh, about a doctor who was fined for sharing personal information. I mean, the people who want to call Caitlin Bernard a hero, I don't get. She got fined by the Indiana Medical Board for sharing personal information about a patient who's a child. This, of course, led to the abortion conversation. Ten-year-olds having abortions, and we have to change the legislation. I mean, it's a horror story on every single level. But uh, Rokita said some things on, on, on Fox News, and uh, he gets, uh, you know, signs off on, you know, I shouldn't have said this, but I didn't do this wrong. And it's all said, and, and it's done. And there are now other complaints against him for misconduct. I assume there are complaints against everybody for misconduct all the time, everywhere. It doesn't actually amount to anything. It's just a question of whether or not politically you go about attacking people for these things. We're, we're, we don't agree with that. The misconduct uh, complaints are, are valid. You, you could say that. But certainly the other side would be is, you're just claiming misconduct because what you want to do is you want to have him lose uh, his law license for I don't care if it's a day or, or a week. And so he can't be attorney general anymore. That's the uh, uh, that's the issue. Enter the Senate Elections Committee, which added an amendment uh, to House Bill 1265. This is reported by the IBJ and would add a qualification to run for attorney general. As reported, it states that the person can have been disbarred or suspended without automatic reinstatement within one year of the election. It passed the committee six to two. Is this the Republican Party looking for a way to get Rokita from running for re-election in the hopes that he'll lose his law license? This is very strange. And then again, the Republican Party of Indiana is very strange. I don't I don't I don't understand what I'm looking at here. It would seem to me that, you know, the, the in this uh, attorney general conversation, you have these slates that are put forth by the party and then they're 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 the nominee. And the people then get to vote. This is wanting to take away that ability, that that power of the vote from the people, right? I mean, that's what the Republican Party is doing here. Now, I get that people absolutely hate Todd Rokita. I get, oh, there is nobody in Indiana politics, which is saying something, that generates more 
like love hate than Todd Rokita. I have never personally understood it. The man, as as an office holder, has done things I agree with and done things I have dis I have disagreed with, and I have discussed those things right here on this show. On a personal level, the man's always been lovely to me, but I find that because of what I do, most people are generally very, very polite. <laughs> so, so just because someone's been lovely to me doesn't mean that that should like be a like a, well, they've always been nice to Tony. Yeah, Tony's got a microphone, and they don't want to get lit up. So that's a very easy one to dismiss. I get that. I hear you, but I've I've never I've never understood. The, the hate, I've never understood the vitriol. Like, uh, uh, to me, it, it's just like anybody else. Things you like and things you don't like. And, I, and again, I have said so right here. But the Republican Party is doing this. Can we discuss the fact that the Republican Party in in, in Indiana is super weird? I don't, I don't know. I do not know what they are after. I actually don't know what their guiding principle is. I thought it interesting that uh, Carrie Hamilton, who's a, a Democrat out of uh, Indianapolis, uh, she was complaining on, on, on social media that um, we have to get rid of the supermajority so we can get rid of the gerrymandering. You know, like the arranging uh, of districts to be favorable to certain political parties. Carrie, Ms. Hamilton, Representative Hamilton, there we go, will be all proper. If the Democrats had a supermajority, you don't think there'd be gerrymandering? You're not actually going to say that, are you? There's no way you could say that with a straight face. The, the, the drawing of districts. If you want to see an interestingly drawn district, can we take a look at the 7th District? Andre Carson's district, that Jew haters district. I mean, there's there there are a billion places we can point to. I I the gerrymandering conversation is hilarious. Districts drawn in certain ways. Why don't we just create a grid? Boom and done. That's it. Those are the districts. Just that easy. I don't understand why the Republican Party is basically going after Todd Rakita here. I, I don't. I don't get what's going on, but it seems to me that they're going after him. As a matter of fact, I don't know how it could be seen any other way. So maybe someone from the Republican Party could call in and tell me what's up. That'd be that'd be great. Tony Katz, ninety-three WIBC. Good morning. You don't. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. from the United Nations Security Council and push for a ceasefire. Anybody who thinks that Israel has a friend in Joe Biden has always lied to themselves. And they continue to do so. Tony Katz, 
93 WIBC. Good morning. Find everything at TonyCats.com. I appreciate it. If you would, head on over to TonyCats.com. Become a part of what it is we do over there. There is a ceasefire on the table that I'm told that the United Nations is going to vote no on. Then they're going to push their own that would call on Israel not to go into Rafah. Take a look in a map. Map of Gaza Strip. Let's take a, a, a look and an understanding of what it is we're talking about here. After Hamas, a terrorist organization, attacked, murdering 1,300, raping women, setting babies on fire, and kidnapping women and the elderly. The assault on Hamas started in the north of Gaza. This moved people to the south. From there, there has been uh, the Israelis pushing on a place called Khan Yunus. Might be pronounced Khan Yunus, which is to the south of Gaza. The very southern tip, there is Rafa, and what is known as the Rafa Gate, and it is that gate that then leads into the Sinai, that would then lead to Egypt. The Egyptians, very concerned, so much so that they're building walls around this area of Rafa to keep people, quote-unquote Palestinians, from getting into Egypt. Meanwhile, Israel has stated with clarity that Hamas will be destroyed. Because Hamas has to be destroyed. They want the hostages back. Hamas has to be ended. It's the only way there can be any level of peace. These people screaming like freaks for a two-state solution. They sound crazy because they are crazy. One cannot create a two-state solution with a terrorist organization that wants them destroyed. Yet here comes the United States to go to the UN, an organization that is already known to have supported Hamas in their terrorist attack. The UNRWA, this Relief Works Agency, had active support on the ground of Hamas and participated in the terrorist attacks that murdered 1,300 and that was involved with raping women and setting babies on fire, kidnapping the elderly and kidnapping women, holding them to this day. This is the UN you're now going to go to? As has been discussed by more than one, this move from Biden is not based on what he might think or what it is he might feel. It is based solely and exclusively on needing the votes of progressives across America who are, by their nature, not only haters of Western civilization and American culture, but of course Jew haters. 
Well, unfortunately, Lawrence, this is about politics. Joe Biden is worried about his upcoming reelection. He has seen what Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib has made comments on in, in Michigan with regards to the Muslims in the area of Dearborn. And this is this is purely politics over strategy. Look, let's put this into perspective. The Israelis' October 7th is the equivalent of America's 9-11. And could you imagine the outrage if we were told during our invasion of Afghanistan that we should do a temporary ceasefire against al-Qaeda or against Taliban? That's essentially what you're saying here. And let's not forget, the Israeli forces have made it very clear. We are after the rescue of our hostages. If Hamas was actually willing to release the hostages, if Qatar was able to apply the necessary pressures, then these discussions wouldn't even need to be had. That's Representative Corey Mills, and I think well said. I am someone who believes that the release of the hostages or not, Hamas has to be destroyed, but Hamas doesn't even do this much. And no one pressures them. No pressure from Rashida Tlaib. No pressure from members of the Indianapolis City County Council. Although they'll sit there uh, with with their protest groups uh, demanding Israel this and Israel that because, you know, Jew haters. But the bigger story here is what it is that we're saying as a nation. We have seen from Joe Biden now the despicable withdrawal from Afghanistan that left Americans to die and Afghans to die. We have seen the inability to stop Vladimir Putin through any level of strength or diplomacy. We have seen Israel be attacked, Iran support terrorist organizations, both Hamas and Hezbollah and the Houthi rebels, changing the way we engage shipping around the globe and do nothing. Weakness on weakness on weakness. And now Joe Biden is so weak, he can't take on one congresswoman because he's afraid of Muslim pushback in Dearborn. That's Michigan people. So he's going to push for Israel to engage a ceasefire and be willing to be attacked again and again and again and again. And there are people in Indianapolis who will tell you that's a better pick than Donald Trump. Let's leave Trump out of it. That guy's a better pick than whom? Why would you ever, ever pick him? The record of weakness is as clear as day. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Fill up on the news presented by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC, the Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show, Sundays at 9 a.m. WIBC and WIBC.com. Dow futures are down 130. NASDAQ futures are down 72. As we discussed, Capital One looking to acquire Discover Card, A $35 billion deal, all stock. What I don't have an answer to is Capital One is a massive uh, issuer of credit cards, Visa and MasterCard. Does it change now? Does it take those cards and make them Discover cards? Does that push Discover card into something that 
more people uh, take? Does this create a different comp- level of competition to Visa and MasterCard? Does Visa and MasterCard no longer issue uh, Capital One cards? I have no answers for any of these things. Just curiosities about how this is going to work. And as we discussed earlier, was it? Did we discuss this just yesterday? Was this last week? Walmart is going to buy Vizio for two point three billion. I would have thought Vizio was worth more. We're talking about the TV. You, you can buy it everywhere. Low cost, high yield. They, they make a, a fine uh, TV, not made in China. Good things. Walmart is going to buy them. Um, Vizio uh, shares closed at over $9 on Friday when the talks first started happening, uh, the jumping 15% during the pre-market uh, today. Now the question is for Vizio. Does that mean they're no longer going to be for sale at Target? Will they no longer be for sale at Best Buy? Vizio is just a Walmart product, solely and exclusively. That has its own operating system. It has its own world. They have a name. Curious to see how that goes. Some big, big moves. In the world of, of, of Wall Street today. And certainly, both could have an effect on what we buy and how we buy it. Those two stories are going to be the big ones, and yet the markets are, are down. Those are big, big moves. There's also a story about the Bank of England considering some rate cuts. But those aren't going to happen anytime soon. Bank of England, because we know that the UK is in a recession. We know that Europe is in recession. Japan now in recession. Goldman Sachs saying that the Bank of England is going to hold interest rates higher for longer. They see five consecutive 25 basis point interest rate cuts this year, with the first one beginning in June rather than May. Okay. I'm glad that's what they see. Now let's find out if it happens. Remember, uh, they also saw, the, the Fed saw three rate cuts for the Federal Reserve, three rate cuts in the U.S. Well, now maybe it'll be two. Eh, we'll hold off on a little bit. Right now, there's nothing that gets me to believe that there's a rate cut in 2024. Not that I don't want it. Just don't see it with, with inflation being where it is. Just don't see it. These are the latest stories. I have more coming up on Tony Katz today. Right now, uh, it is 842. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Your kitchen, your bathroom, your remodel, it's ready for you. Are you ready for it? The answer is yes, but the trepidation is great. Boer Remodeling understands it. Boer understands that it takes a, a lot to get you to say, all right, the time has come. I am ready for that new kitchen. And really, it's it's about fear. You're afraid. You're afraid of what it's whether it's going to work out all right. You're afraid of how it's going to change your house. You're afraid of the disruption. You're afraid of the cost. It makes sense. You're not crazy. What you need is to be with people who understand the process so that fear 
slowly moves itself away and you get into doing what needs to be done. A new kitchen, a new bathroom that's going to work for you and your family and increase the value of your home. Boo Remodeling has been through it and they're going to help you through it. So you understand what's happening every step of the way, taking away any of the anxiety. You're going to be focused on those top quality materials. You're going to be focused on making choices for your kitchen. You're going to have award-winning customer service to work with, excellent communication. You're talking about experts since 2001 with all the industry certifications. You have made the right decision. Now let Boa Remodeling make you the kitchen you've always wanted. Talk to Boa Remodeling today. 317-852-5546. Tell them Tony Katz sent you. 317-852-5546-852-5546 or online at Boer, B-O-O-H-E-R, BoerRemodeling.com. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Is there Joe Biden needs to be allowed to be Joe Biden. When I, I was with him a couple of weeks ago for eight hours, and he was the Joe Biden that I know. When he is talking to people, he is energizing, he cares about issues. He's Joe Biden. And Joe Biden, there's nobody better than Joe Biden. I think the campaign needs to let him get out there and be who he is. And I, and I also am sick and tired of everybody talking about his age. When you listen, look at the age of Donald Trump, which is only a couple of years younger, who's got 91 uh, felony accounts against him and goes on rants that make no sense. The but, one that he did a week ago Saturday can... night. Congresswoman Dingle, if you want to tell people that in Biden's orbit, they should let Biden be Biden and get out there and engage with the people, it is absolutely garbage advice and they're not going to listen to it. But if you're going to say they should let him get out there and listen to the people because Trump is worse, that is garbage advice and they're not going to listen to it. I don't know what you're saying. You don't know what you're saying. Stop it. It's one thing to defend your guy. It's another thing to sound this weird. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Don't be so weird. You know Joe Biden can't handle a crowd. Why, Representative Dingle, would you say let Biden be Biden? First of all, cribbing from the West Wing, let Bartlett be Bartlett. I don't think that's a good value. Nor do I think it makes sense for the governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, to be saying this. I just got off the phone with Attorney General Tish James and spoke to her about how this sends a strong message that in the state of New York, Businesses, business people who commit fraud and to hide their assets will be caught and prosecuted. Whether you're the president of the United States, a past president and forever past president of the United States, or you're an ordinary business person, 
No one above is above the law here in the state of New York. And I congratulate her and her effort for making sure that that is a message that is heard loud and clear, not just here in New York, but across this entire nation. Very important that everybody heard that. If you do business in New York, they will try and destroy you. He didn't hide. Embellished. Didn't hide. That's just not what happened. There's no fraud. The banks did their due diligence, and they lent them the money. And they were thrilled to lend them the money. They wanted to be in business with Trump, and the money got paid back. This decision, $355 million, this fine, the judge, I mean, you knew it was going to happen. It was just a question of when it was going to get, you know, delivered. The judge is out of his head. That Kathy Hochul, oh, the forever past president. Oh, you're so funny. You, look, if you ask me if I wanted Trump to be the nominee, the answer is no. I think Trump's a very heavy lift in a general election. I I am not one of these people who would say that he's a shoo-in. No, it's going to be very, very, very difficult, especially with whoever the Democrats put up because it won't be Biden. It's going to be tough. DeSantis would have been easier. And people can argue that Nikki Haley would be easier. The polling says so. I don't know. I don't know. But the polling in a in a in the primary doesn't do anything for Nikki Haley. You've got a couple different polls out. The USA Today Suffolk poll has Trump up 28. The Hill and Insider Advantage have Trump up 22. And these are down compared to where he was up in the 30s. But then you take a look uh, as the Associated Press has the story, the poll from the Citadel, surveying 1,000 South Carolina voters. All right, admittedly, uh, is a margin of error. I should uh, say it's a margin of error of 3.1 they see Trump 64 Haley 31 that's a 33% lead so that one is not yet in the real clear politics average right now it has Trump up 25 and nothing shows that Nikki Haley is going to be able to get within single digits in this primary, which takes place on Saturday. It's Saturday, right? Yeah. So, does it matter that she would win uh, big, according to the polls, against Biden? You would think it would, but nothing in the primary shows that. It does not show that people are super concerned with what happens in the general. They're only concerned with getting Trump to be the nominee. This brings us Nikki Haley's state of the race address which is supposed to happen today, what is that, noon? Happens today at noon. I have no idea what Nikki Haley is going to say. No clue what it is that she's going to engage. I, I, who is she going to convince last minute? I have no idea. But I'll say it again. Kathy Hochul celebrating this ugliness is ugly. Does this harden people to Trump's side? You bet it does. And is Trump a very hard lift in a general? 
Absolutely. Do I like bourbon? Yes. And now you know why. I'll catch you guys at noon.